And now the moment we've all been waiting for. I'm Nate Riggle, and you are listening to The Way of the Bonfire. Although the world is full of suffering, it is also full of the overcoming of it. The person who said this has every right to claim that they understand it. This is Helen Keller. She was deaf and blind, born in the 1800s, before the age of technology. She wrote 14 books and hundreds of speeches and essays, and... She knows what suffering feels like because she was deaf and blind from the, the not just not just one of the impairments, but both from a very young age, uh, just around like her one and a half mark, a year and a half. And in her autobiography, she talked about growing up feeling like she was at a, at sea in a dense fog. But she had a bonfire in her life that was an incredible mentor. And no question, the, that person was Ann Sullivan, who was an alumni. She was 20 years old when she met Helen Keller. She was an alumni of the School uh, for the Visually Impaired, I believe it was called the Perkins Institute. And she didn't just come along and give her a couple of tips. She didn't just help. She was, she wasn't just her, like, she started off as her tutor um, and her governess. And then late, but that grew into this relationship that lasted 50 years. <laughs> you want to talk about being a force for good and light in someone's life where all they have is darkness and confusion. That's an incredible person. So she came along and, and Helen Keller, like when she said that she arrived at her house, Helen Keller said she would forever remember that day as my soul's birthday. Uh, she had taught her just using kind of strokes on her hand because that's all she couldn't hear. She couldn't see. That's how she, over time, through a lot of frustration, figured out how to understand the whole world around her. And then Helen Keller got incredibly curious. I mean, if you want to talk about the poster child for curiosity, it's Helen Keller because she didn't even have all the faculties and senses to, to look around and figure it out. But she was probably a lot more curious than you and I have ever been. And there's stories of her when she was learning trying to understand what things meant um, breaking stuff and getting really frustrated because she didn't understand what the governess was trying to get her to spell on her hand. Uh, but then once she, it started to click, she said she demanded to know <laughs> how to spell every single object she could possibly touch in her surroundings. And then Helen Keller went on to, to go and change a lot of people's lives and, and bring this light into their eyes so they weren't stuck in this sea of dense fog. And I think a lot about that. Uh, you know, we don't have as many physical and other kinds of impairments as, as Helen Keller, or maybe you do. Maybe there's some way you're listening to this, like Helen Keller did to listen to music. 
and she was still able to to hear it and understand it. But my guess is that anybody who is listening to this is probably not having that impairment. And if you feel like you've lost your vision, and I'm speaking metaphorically, obviously, and you can't seem to hear the birds singing as clearly or the music playing in your life, I think the answer is to do the same thing that Helen Keller did, is to start by being curious. And this is something that I've done recently. You know, I'm at an inflection point in my life. I started a podcast, obviously, for a reason. I want to stand up and and be a light and and warmth in the world. Um, And it's based off of things that have happened. So, obviously, not everything's been perfect. But one thing that I always do when I hit this point is I, I say, okay, time to take a step back. Who do I know that can see or that has a better or different perspective that seems to have figured things out or at least has banished fear from their life or, you know, to the degree that they need to, to go out and, and design things and change things for, you know, a better setup for themselves. So I I reached out to, there's names that pop right into my head. I'm guessing if you're listening, maybe there's somebody who would pop into your head. Maybe somebody you haven't talked to in years. But you know if you called them or you texted them that they would immediately text you back or they would call you back or, or send you a message the next day because that's the kind of person that they are. And they're they're going to be there for you for 50 years. <laughs> I, I, I know that everybody has these people in their lives. My dad, when he died, I almost just like forgot about all these people. And I, I just thought, oh, there's nobody else. Like I lost my, I lost my aunt Sullivan, <laughs> but there's more, there's a lot more people in your life that have been through the ty- same types of things. And one thing that I did was I just started texting people and saying, Hey, it's been a while. I don't need anything from you other than I just love to chat. I, I think maybe even hearing your voice and getting getting some of your perspective might be helpful for me. And they have all reached right back out to me and given me this broader view so I'm not stuck in this dense fog. They've allowed me to get a, a much broader perspective and see Wow, there's a lot of possibility out there. You know, we don't always have to be stuck in the same way of thinking. Sometimes the people that surround us and the situations that we're in, we get sort of myopic in that we we just <laughs> there's like it just seems like this is the only way of thinking about things, about thinking about your life, your career, your relationships. And we think we could just dig ourselves out somehow magically, (laughs) but it usually takes somebody else. And that's been incredible to do that because these people, you know, since the last time I've spoken to them, they've grown even more because they kept, they kept being curious. They kept charging forward and trying to figure out this life. And they learned their own lessons along the way. And it's like, I was expecting one level of wisdom from them and since I hadn't talked to them in a while, it was like, 
I got bombarded with an even, it's like they leveled up since the last time I talked to them. And maybe I have too. So we could even communicate on a whole other level. So I would not waste that opportunity if I were you. And if I were me, I, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm going to keep talking to these folks. I'm going to get more curious about the people around me who seem to have some perspective and can get that are, that aren't so serious about every single little thing. Like it's an emergency, but I've found a way to slow things down and point their ship in the right direction. Go get them. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I do appreciate it. And I'd love it if you'd subscribe so that you never miss another show. We'll see you on the next episode.